I've, there's nothing I've done for 12 years yet. Um, so, so I'm hoping I'm hoping I can sell insurance for 12 years. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm four years in. Airplane mechanic, airplane assembler. I assembled planes. Putting planes together. Right. Instead of putting people together, you're putting the planes right. together. So I was kind of like a professional student. <laughs> Obviously, you had, you had to get your insurance license. I did. Um, were you surprised how easy it is to get an insurance license? I don't know. I was nervous because it's first time, and I'm like. I wasn't expecting it. What did he do that he could have that house? Because that's what I need to start doing. You know, unless he's a rock star, I can't be a rock star. <laughs> Welcome to my show of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Where we hear from regular people who got tired of living their ordinary lives who are not afraid to make that jump. You gotta be different. You can't be doing what everyone else is doing. You gotta create action. You gotta create momentum. So I'm looking for demand and I'm looking for mentorship. Because I wanted to know everything my mentor knew. People who are just like you and me. Hey, David Price here with another episode of Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things. We're in Orlando, Florida. If you see something you like, please hit that thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button, and hit that little bell. That way you get notifications every time we make a video. And if there's a video you need to see or you feel like you need some training on a specific area, put something in the comments. We'll make a training video just for you. I want to help more insurance agents succeed in this industry. We have a very special guest all the way from Alabama, uh, Miss Ashley. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you for having me, David. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. So did you drive down from Alabama? No, I flew in. You flew in. You're smart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the distance that you you fly and not and not drive. Yeah, it's it's seven hours, not too bad. But I was by myself. I was like, I'm gonna catch a flight. Catch a flight. <laughs> yeah, I, I I typically like to fly places myself. Um, way easier. Was it a direct flight? No, I um had to fly to Miami first, and okay. then from Miami I came here. So you had to come all the way down south to come yeah. back north. Got it. To do a twenty minute flight. Yeah. <laughs> twenty minute flight. So how was the flight? It was pretty good. Um, both flights was pretty good. Um, second one kind of made me a little nauseous, but smaller um, plane. No, it was actually a seven thirty-seven. Okay, pretty big, nice size plane. So you're on a seven thirty-seven for for twenty minutes. Yeah. Really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came down. Super excited to to hear a little bit about your story and share some of your story. Um, currently selling insurance, yeah. uh, but. Did you grow up saying you wanted to sell insurance? Was that something that, that was on your radar? No, actually, I grew up. I wanted to be a nurse. I like helping people. So I always said I was going to be a nurse. I was going to help people. And um, that was that's what I wanted to be growing up. So at a young age, you wanted to be a nurse? I did, for as long as I can remember. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so you go to high school, you finish high school. I did. And then you start college. I did. I um, finished high school. Um, and then I went to um, community college. I got an associates in uh, science, and um, and I, I did. I, try, I tried my luck at nursing, and it <laughs> it didn't go quite well. You know, I had a couple of roadblocks in the way, but um, eventually I didn't. I didn't make it through it. No problem. I mean, you're you're, you're here today. Yeah. I mean, just I, I started working on getting a business degree. Um, I made the mistake. I'm like, let me do all the the required stuff first. Mm -hmm. And I got one class away from having an associates. And I just I just decided it was school wasn't for me at, after before that class. So I never even got my, my associates. And then thinking back, I'm like, man, I should do my business stuff first. Yeah. So at least I was doing the stuff <laughs> I was interested in. That's probably why I yeah. quit after two years. I'm like, dude, this stuff's so boring. 
Um, all right. So you want to be a nurse? It didn't, didn't work out. And what happened? What was the pivot from there? Um, from there, um, while well, I was working um, for a vacation rental company uh, in my area, uh, Gulf Shores, and I did that for 12 years while going to school. I, so I was kind of like a professional student. <laughs> Because I, I went for business, you know, just doing everything but going directly to nursing until I went. So I did that. Um, so I did, um, yeah, vacation rentals for 12 years. I did that. And then um, after that, I moved on to um, aerospace. So I did aerospace for about six years before I came up on uh, insurance. That's awesome. I mean, 12 years, I, I, there's nothing I've done for 12 years yet. Um, so, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping I get sell insurance for 12 years. I, I, yeah. I'm four years in, uh, the army. I did that for four years. I think four years. Okay. Is, yeah. I guess this might be the longest thing I've done is selling insurance. I'm, I think about four and a half years. Okay. So you did aerospace after that. What is that? That mm-hmm. sounds exciting. Um, well, um, basically airplane mechanic, airplane assembler, I assembled planes, um, uh, for the um, UTC Aerospace, uh, which is now Collins uh, Aerospace. And I did that for six years. So it's basically, you know, assembly line where we assemble the parts and the front part of the um, engine, I built the um, covering around that. So I was on the um, A320 Neo unit. So instead of fixing people, you're you're putting planes together. Right. Instead of putting people together, you're putting the right. planes together. So <laughs> how, how did you get into that? Because I feel how did you learn about planes and how to fix planes? My um, mom started at the plant um, when I was in high school, and then my oldest brother went out there. I have a lot of family working out there, so at the time I was just looking for something that was going to give me the money I was looking for, and so that um, I just applied. Never done it before. Applied out there, got the job, got on, learned everything, went through my classes, and that's awesome. And became a mechanic. So became an airplane mechanic. Yeah. When, when people ask what you do, were you like, I'm an airplane mechanic? Yeah. Well, I just said, it's, you know, just working on air- aircrafts. Just working on aircrafts. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. It sounds like the yeah. uh, the army. The army always has like this real technical uh, job description for something. Like, like I was a petroleum supply specialist in the army. And typically what you do as a petroleum supply specialist is you drive trucks with fuel that carry fuel. That's what most of the people do. (laughs) I did do a little more technical thing where we did bulk petroleum, but everything has, I think, an engineer. That's another job in the Army. And typically what an engineer does is they go through the ground looking for landmines. Oh. Yeah, you wouldn't think that. Like, engineer, yeah, I'll do that. And like, all right, here, I need you to go here and try to find landmines and don't blow yourself (laughs) up. Yeah. Tough job. Yes, yes, definitely yeah. tough job. I, I didn't do that job, but when I when I seen that, I was like, man, that's crazy. Um, all right, so you're you're an airplane mechanic, mm-hmm. and somehow at some point you got an insurance license. Bring it, bring us to the gap from putting planes together to getting your insurance license. Well, after six years of doing aerospace, um, they had a the company had a big layoff, laid off three hundred plus um, people, and I was one of those people. And so I kind of took some time. Um, it was maybe about a year before I came up on insurance um, when I really started thinking I need to find a job, you know, <laughs> and just be living. So um, I started applying for jobs. Couldn't really find anything because I was either overqualified or, you know, they, they didn't want to pay me what I thought I was worth. So um, and then I came across um, an ad in Indeed. I believe it said um, phase one. Um, work from home, 
you know, make so much money a month. It was like thousands of dollars. I can't remember the amount, but um, so I was like, okay, I'll apply for that. I was applying for everything else. <laughs> Why not apply for that? And I got a, um, I got a call to have a, a interview, and um, and I interviewed and I got the job. Was it a, a telephone interview or in person? It was a Zoom interview. A Zoom, okay. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, it wasn't a one-on-one individual like we are. It was um, a group interview. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so when you like, you know, obviously you're showing up for an interview. I mean, up until then, I'm sure every interview you did was like in person, mm-hmm. one-on-one, right, like very right. formal. And then obviously, like the the group Zoom interview, right? Yeah. I know it was different, right? I wasn't there, but I, I know it was different than it what was you used different. to. What it did it feel different. like? Like describe that. <laughs> I was nervous because it's first time and I'm like, I wasn't expecting it. And I'm like, all oh, these people on Zoom, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I just wasn't used to having a, a, a group interview, but it was interesting. Um, yeah. Do you remember was, how many people were on the Zoom? It was, I know it was like a page of us. So that little Zoom screen holds about. Was that 30 something people? About right? six or nine. I think it was the oh, main okay. page. Got it. Okay. It was, yeah. It wasn't too many. Okay. It wasn't too many. It was a handful. I know sometimes those Zoom interviews got 100 people on it. Yeah. You know, it could have been. So, so know. that's why I was wondering. So, okay. So you um, so you interviewed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you had, you had to get your insurance license. I did. Um, were you surprised how easy it is to get an insurance license? Like, um, as far as the, the, the time, right? This stuff is definitely boring right, right? And, and definitely um not something an average person is just gonna know mm-hmm. you know definitely but but as far as i know for me i was surprised i'm like wait a second i got my license i think it was like three weeks total right and once i finished the course i think it was like mm-hmm. three weeks total i was like man i can't believe how easy that was yeah. did you have that same thought um i don't know if i had that same thought i just remember um when i got the job and it was kind of like okay well now you gotta do this 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 and mm-hmm. this and so I guess um, just, you know, being a professional student and all, it was just kind of, okay, I need to get it done. And so um, I think that, that was happening like in August. And by the end of August, I had my license. So oh, wow. I think it took me about, because um, I, I got right on it. So maybe a little over a week, you know, they gave me deadlines like, well, you need to have this done by this right. certain time. And so I did it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Way, way easier than being a nurse, right? As far as, yeah, nurses, that's a commitment. So so you got your insurance license. Uh, The first company you work with was Lincoln Lincoln Heritage, right? Mm -hmm. Lincoln Heritage. Um, So tell me about what it was like starting because you went from always being paid hourly or commit right. or, or uh, salary right. to, to now, hey, listen, you don't you don't work, you don't get paid. What, exactly. what was that like for you? It was rough. Um, it was rough. The money I had saved up from um, being um, when I um, departed from aerospace, it was like a year. And I, like I said, I was just living. <laughs> and by that time, realization had kicked in. And and when I went through that whole process, yeah, it, it was tough. It was tough. I was on the last ends of my money. And I was worried. I was constantly worrying every day. I, I just... It was a lot of stress, you know, and I didn't know how I was going to do coming in. You know, I was eager. I remember the first week 
um, after I got my license, you know, they um, teach us about, you know, being positive, you know, always staying positive and pushing through. And um, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I remember that. That's what I was doing. Um, not making any sales, calling people, not knowing what I'm doing, you know, talking to them. And, and you know, it's kind of like once you hang up, it's like, dang. I probably should have did this or I probably should have said that, you know, so I really wasn't making it anywhere that the first week. So it was it was rough. Um, you know, it seemed like forever, but honestly, it was probably two weeks. And then I kind of it, it just kind of started falling into place for me. Awesome. So uh I know, I know for me it was definitely definitely a learning curve it was definitely different right but mm-hmm. i think that's why they they pay as well as they do yeah. right because it is a little different a little hard and, and not everyone can do it uh we were talking earlier and you had a a goal of ten thousand dollars in your bank account mm-hmm. you want to go over that and, and and how that happened yeah yeah um so First year in insurance, um, I started out and I was I was doing okay, you know. Um, I was maintain I was consistent. I'll say that I was consistent through the months. And then um they were always asking, you know, like what our goals and things were. And I, you know, I was like, Well, of course I wanna make money, you know, because I gotta take care of my family. So I wanted to make ten thousand dollars is what I wanted to make a month. And um I had um Got this dollar bill. I believe we saw a video or something where they got David Emanitier where he wrote, wrote the um, wrote his goal on his on 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 a check and posted it up. So I wrote ten thousand dollars on the dollar bill and I posted it up. And I kept that thing the whole year. That was my goal. I was like, I'm gonna wait, make ten thousand dollars a month by the time I get a year in insurance. And so um, the spring of the year that I started. It's like, I don't know, it's like a light bulb just turned on in my head and because everything started falling into place. You know, it's like, oh, I was getting, you know, pretty good at what I was doing, you know, to where it could be consistent, to where I could, um, you know, help people, help people help me. And um, my goal was that that August. And it's just like everything started falling into place. And then the curveball hit, you know, I um, got an opportunity to transition over here to senior life and I took that opportunity so that kind of threw a wrench in everything of what I was going for so during that transition my first month over here well my first half month over here it was shaky it was like it was doubt I just didn't know how I was going to get to that to my goal of 10,000 a month so that May was it was it was pretty rough for me but I kept pushing and June turned out to be a pretty good month for me over here at Senior Life. And then July is like, again, light bulb is like, it's about to happen. You know, the faith was there. It was about to happen. And um, and I did it. I, I had earned $10,000 in my account before August. I did it in July. So before a year in insurance, I was able to make that happen over here at Senior Life. Congratulations. So yeah, super happy for you. How did it feel? Oh, man. <laughs> it felt good. Yeah. Have you ever made money like that before? No. What well, no. do you know? What the most you made in a, in a month before? In a month, <laughs> on a t- on a bi-weekly paycheck. <laughs> um, no, nowhere near that much. I I made 
$24 an hour doing aerospace. And by the time the taxes hit me, <laughs> maybe that might may have been $3,000 a month. And you know what's crazy? So, you know, I, I know a time like I'm thinking like $24 an hour, like that's good money. Right. Right. Like <laughs> like if someone offered me a job for $24 an hour, I'd be like, dude, I made it. Yeah. Right. Isn't, yeah. isn't it crazy how, how that works? Yeah. That's how it was. Yeah. Until I came over here. And yeah. now you're like $24. I can't work for $24 an hour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's it's so, you know, so many people, they, they have like this ceiling or they like, I feel like they look at something and they're like, yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they, they their ego like hones in on that and they yeah. stop like their, their mind doesn't open. They don't see anything else anymore. You know, meanwhile, like, I don't know, you know, you drive down the street, you see like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini yeah. pass you or a Rolls Royce. or you go down these streets and you see these multi-million dollar houses yeah. and like you don't get that for twenty four dollars an hour. <laughs> but we're like locked on twenty four dollars an hour. I'm seeing these. I remember when I delivered pizza, I stood up to this house and it was on the ocean in New Jersey. And it was just huge, beautiful house. It looked like it just got built. And this guy answers the door and he's got like these ripped up jeans. Like he might have been like a rock star or singer or something. I don't know. I didn't recognize him, but he, or maybe he was just working at the house. I don't know. But I, he answers the door and I'm like, and I was so mad that I didn't ask him what he did. You know, right? Because I, I like left. I like gave him his pizza. He tipped me and I left. I'm like, dude, I should ask that guy what he did. Like, what did he do that he could have that house? Because that's what I need to start doing. You know, unless he's a rock star, I can't be a rock star. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's that's the way my mind always works. Um, but again, like 24 bucks an hour, you know, that's that's made it. Yeah, I thought I thought I had made it. And yeah, that's and awesome. <laughs> so so you accomplished your your first ma major insurance goal, which is 10,000 a month, which mm -hmm. is which is phenomenal. What's your what's your next goal? What are you focusing on now? My next goal is to do um, well, of course, to do more to earn more than the ten thousand in my account. So as far as production wise, um, my next goal is to you know I want to do a fifty thousand dollar goal. I want to I want to get my ring. I want to be fifty thousand dollars in income. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. Well, ten thousand dollars a month times twelve months—that's a hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah. So that's yeah. that—that that could be a six-figure ring. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. And and you haven't been—it's been less than a year, right? It's been—I made a year in August as far as insurance. Okay, mm -hmm. so you've been licensed just just a little bit more than a year. Mm -hmm. Awesome. This is this is where things are going to start getting easier for you. <laughs> so I remember when I when I first started, I was about six months in. And um, I remember people kept saying, oh, you just got I, I heard someone telling someone else, you got to make it to the year. Yeah. And then someone tell us you got to make it a year. And I'm like, what the heck's going to happen out a year? Right. Yeah. You know, because it's it's tough in the beginning. Right. It's it's yeah. not all rainbows and sunshine. And yeah. I remember getting to that year and be like, oh, OK, I see it. And then I remember telling agents just get to the year. And then they would literally call me up, David. Thank you. <laughs> I hit the year and I see what you're talking about now. And it's, yeah. you know, like the goal is when you bring an agent in, how do you keep them for a year? Like that's it. Like just, just blind faith for the, for a year. Yeah. Uh, but what's most amazing about that is how many years did you go to school to be a nurse? Oh man. Um, I would say, well, First time, two years, of course, because I had to do my prerequisites. Mm -hmm. So I did those first, and then I actually got into the program. And then I did that, and I, did, <laughs> I didn't make it past the first semester. And then um, I tried it again. And, I, I mean, it, it's it's been on and off. I tried it again second time and um, got to my third semester. It's five, five semesters in RN, and um, 
then some things happened in my life and uh, I, I never went back. So so t- time wise, how many years do you think of schooling you have if you put it all together? I mean, I've been a professional student since I graduated in 99. <laughs> so um, nursing, nursing specifically. Well, so schools, how many years you have of schooling would you say? Literally since 99. Since 99. I've, I did, um, I did like medical assisting, then mm-hmm. I did business, and it was kind of like on and off all throughout the years up until up until did I go two thousand? Oh goodness! Actually, I just graduated, so I got my associates like three years ago. Well, congratulations! <laughs> But, the, you know, the, the point is so many people were programmed, like we'll go to college, yeah. right, for two years, four years, six years, eight years, pay money, yeah. right? They're not paying us to go to college. Right. We'll pay money for we're not really sure what's going to happen at the end. There's no guarantee. But, you know, an insurance agent after six months or a month or three months mm-hmm. are just like, oh, this this you know, and they'll make some money. They say, "Oh, this is hard. This isn't for me," mm-hmm. right? And if they can get get like that school mentality, like I tell somebody, like look at it like your first four years, like education, right? Like you're going to mm-hmm. school to get your forty year degree in sales, yeah. and you know, get started. Whatever happens, just you got to finish your four year degree in sales. And the beautiful thing is, it's not going to cost you any money. You're probably going to make some money. Yeah. But if you could stick with this for four years, and four years is on the the long range, right? Really, it's a year. But if you could stick with this for four years, I, I don't know anybody after four years that doesn't have a six figure income, right? You just you do this for four years, and you really give it honest effort. At the end of that four years, you have a six figure income, which is way better guarantee than than you get with any college degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, even an attorney, right? They they come out of school making like forty grand a year. You know, for all that schooling when they start, I mean, they they do a lot better eventually. Um, but yeah, your your degree in sales from from sales experience is definitely the best. Yeah, yeah. What do you have for you? Have any long term goals? Any anything you want to accomplish? You know, four or five, six years down the road. I do. I'm just taking my goals in smaller steps, but the bigger picture of is that I mean, I have two kids, so I want to leave something behind to them. You know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to pass away and 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 that's it, and not leave them anything. You know, I really want to provide a better life for them. You know, while I'm here and when I'm gone. So that's my long term goal: is just to build something, you know, that I could leave behind to help carry them. Awesome. Awesome. I, I love it. You know, and I know me, I, I didn't come from a, a lot. You know, I had what I needed. Right. And, and I'm real grateful for for everything. Um, you know, my family provided for me and all the help I got. Uh, but I definitely, you know, have a chance to change you know, my family tree and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the people that come after. So so that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I really appreciate you coming down here. Um, if, if there's a new agent watching and they're either one struggling to haven't even started yet um, or just really haven't committed. Do you have any advice for them? Mm -hmm. For the new agents coming in, just like you said, be here a year from now. You know, be here a year from now to the new agents. And for the agents who are here and struggling because I've been there, um, just remember that you know, we there's a season for everything. You know, 
And we're in the fall now, so we're in a new season. So even though last season it wasn't your best, you know, your season's coming. You know, this is we're in the fall. The leaves are falling off the tree, you know, everything is changing. You know, so it's your time to change too. So just um just keep pushing, you know. We all have those struggles, but but keep pushing through because your season's coming. Awesome, awesome. Appreciate that. I appreciate you coming down. Um, really pumped to, to hang out with you guys some more for the next couple of days. Um, so that's been another episode of Ordinary People doing extraordinary things. If you see something you like, please hit the thumbs up, hit that subscribe button and hit that little bell so you get notification every time I make a new video. And if you have any questions, put them in the comments. And if you want to see a video or some kind of training that, that you feel like you need, put it in the comments and I'll make a training video just for you. I want to see more agents succeed. There's no reason why everyone can't win in this business.